Welcome back to The Lounge. Now, I'm absolutely delighted because drama has a very special place in my heart, personally, to have Bernie and Jude from the award-winning theatre group White Cobra. Welcome to The Lounge, Bernie and Jude. Thank you for having us. Yes, Audrey, thank you. Hi, thank you for having us. Much appreciated. Oh, it's such a pleasure to chat with you because I've seen you in action. I came to see Stepping Out, which was absolutely great. Really loved it. That was at the Deco. And you're award winning. You do some fantastic productions. Please tell me a little bit more about White Cobra, how you got started and and what you've been up to. White Cobra has been going um, for actually this is our 11th year. Last year was our 10 year anniversary. Um, and the founding members, um, Kate, uh, Kate, and Rich, Kate Billingham and Richard Jordan, uh, we were all mask members and another group in town. And uh, Kate and Richard did a production of a play called Scaramouche Jones which was a, a one-man play, extremely successful, um, did very, very well at sort of the local theatres with Mask. And um, Kate and Richard were like, oh, I'm not sure we really want to leave it there. We'd like to kind of, you know, see if we can take it on tour and said, would I like to join them? I'd helped out sort of like in a stage management backstage sort of role. And it was like, yeah, yeah, great. And we didn't kind of, we didn't really know what we were doing, to be honest with you. <laughs> In terms of no one does at the start of things, <laughs> no, and often how the best things happen. Totally, exactly. So it kind of it started from there, really, just the three of us, and then uh, we had a, a local technician, Phil Welsh, who you may know, who works uh, at the Playhouse, um, and then um, Fraser Haynes joined us for a, a one-man show about Hancock, and then it kind of just grew from there, really. And the last couple of years, we've um, we've branched out into doing sort of bigger cast shows, um, stepping out being an example, um, and also we've done a couple of summer shows now as well with bigger casts so we've just sort of learned a lot while we've traveled around you know we've gone we've been to the Isle of Man doing the drama festivals there and um yeah it's sort of all over the country really so it's uh yeah it, it's it's been very very enjoyable very enjoyable great fun that tour aspect really makes you special because the fact you're taking things on tour you learn so much more mm. on tour because you learn oh, to yeah. work with different sets in different places. Yep. You have to pull together. Yep. I mean, we did Edinburgh once where I was teaching school children. You have a get in in 15 minutes and a yep. get out in 30 minutes. Yes. That's all you've got. So let's yes. do it. We did. Yeah, we took a show to Edinburgh as well a few years ago. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, it's, uh, yeah, you learn so much and you adapt very quickly. And you do think, you find yourself doing things that you never thought you could do or that you know it even entered your head and so yeah it, it really is a good opportunity yeah for for people to experience that that really gives people the opportunity to have that um professional experience because yeah. it's like mm -hmm. rep theater it's almost like a really good stepping stone for anyone who does say do you know what i might consider this in a profit share basis or a slightly um uh, uh, i don't want to say slightly more professional because your shows are professional and i hate <laughs> yeah. the fact that amateur it's you're just unpaid that's yes. all. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Talking about the touring aspect, it's incredible to uh, to go out on tour and to learn. And as you say, you have to adapt to all of these different circumstances. You never know what you, what's going to get thrown at you. You have to adapt to different audiences. But mm -hmm. also it gives us an opportunity as a theatre company to go out in the world and make our presence felt. So it's not only about the experience that we gain, but it's also sharing that experience with new audiences all the mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And the more audiences we connect with, the the bigger our scale can be for touring so it's mm -hmm. it's not it's it's a two-way street really and we're so lucky to be able to be in that position to where we can do that yeah 
I think that's absolutely wonderful. And you really are leaders in in changing the face of drama. I mean, you've chosen Around the World in 80 Days. This is a forthcoming show. You've been seeking actors of colour, which is so positive. Why is representation, especially on stage, so important? Well, I think that there's a lot of reasons why it's important. I think, you know, we we want to be um, as representative as we can because, you know, there's so many different people in the world and we need to encourage as many people as possible into drama. And also there's nothing better than seeing yourself represented on a stage. Yes. Uh, and I, I fear that, you know, it's very easy to to miss that, to forget about that, to become wrapped up in the production, to become wrapped up in, you know, the enjoyment of theatre, but also the positive role model it can play for people out there. Um, and, you know, there are so many wonderfully talented actors out there who perhaps don't feel represented. And if we can reflect that and say, well, come on, come one and come all, mm-hmm. um, then, then, you know, we feel like we, we're sort of, putting a stake in the ground and saying you know everybody is welcome Uh, and everyone is present everyone is represented Uh, we do obviously within the play have characters who have a particular heritage but that doesn't mean that we're only limiting our search for actors of of colour to those roles you know we want to be as diverse as we can we want to be as open as we can because we want people to feel as if they're represented by us. You don't know how much of that makes my heart sing. I, you know, I would have loved to have had you around when I was growing up because I was in a very white neighborhood. And mm-hmm. I remember this is even when I was 16, I walked into my first day at stage school and immediately they all said, oh, well, you should go for Miss Saigon. It's like as if I couldn't oh. do anything else. That's it. Mm-hmm. That my pigeonhole. And that was the only thing. And and I think that's a real shame. So mm-hmm. thank you from, from the bottom of my heart for this. This is just, just wonderful. And you're staying with us because we are going to talk more about representation, not only on stage, but actually in the writing as well. In the theatrical world, there is this really interesting debate between colorblind and color conscious casting. So some mm. saying colorblind can hold people back because it doesn't encourage writers to write specifically for actors of color. But actually around the world in 80 days is a great choice because consciously some characters do need to be played by a person of a certain heritage, but others can be played by anyone who fits the role, who is good enough, who is mm. talented. And exactly. That's that's wonderful. So was this a deliberate approach. This is, this is our sort of uh, our, our community theatre. So this is the this is the face that represents going out into the community, engaging with local audiences. And so we thought, well, what's you know, we want to find a show that we're going to really love doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great story. Uh, but you know, that was that was our first port of call. And then we thought, okay, so well, let's let's look for something that's actually going to really engage with different types of audiences. And then how can we take that step further? How can we look at involving people in the community who perhaps do not feel represented. So it was kind of a three-stage, you know, we we definitely started with a good story. You know, (laughs) I won't lie. That's where we started. We wanted a really good tale. Um, But then it was like, well, okay, how do we we make this a real piece of community theatre? And I really like the question around colourblind casting because I think, you know, yes, we are looking for people of a particular heritage, but as I've said, that's not all we're looking for we're looking for people who can play their parts yeah so I think there's also something about you know meritorious casting of actually casting people who are really really good at doing what they're doing and doing the role um and have that you know that sparkle that zest that fun that we're really looking to bring to life in this particular show 
Yeah. I love the fact that you also say you start with a story because that's what audiences connect with because we just are telling stories. That's our life is is a story. And what do you think um, you as a company gain as well from that diversity and inclusivity, you know, from different people who've maybe not grown up with that opportunity or not grown up seeing themselves? What do they bring to you as people? What do, what do you learn? There's so much that that we can learn from having new audiences. And I think by being representative, what we're doing is we're saying, okay, you know, please come and see us. Please come and get involved. Please come and see what we have to offer and maybe influence what we do. Yes. You know, talk Mm -hmm. to us about what you really enjoyed. As Bernie says, you know, one of the things that's really important is the feedback. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know a lot of the decisions that were made about this particular story were based on feedback from a previous show. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, by by allowing audiences to feedback and welcoming different audiences, we can start to learn what's going to what's going to appeal to those different audiences and what's going to bring those all important bums on seats yeah no that's absolutely because that's the only way you can continue to do those productions of that particular Mm -hmm. standard and that idea of feedback is really really important and it's so lovely to speak to a group that asks for it and listens to it as well I think that's that's really refreshing too so I'm very excited about this um where can we buy tickets? When is the performance? When is it in Northampton? Tickets aren't on sale yet, but I think what's going to happen is the tickets will be available from the venues. Right. But also as well, we do have a, a, a ticket line. So as soon as we've got, we're still actually waiting confirmation for a couple of dates from a couple of venues, but we are um, Farthingstone on the 17th of of June, Joy Mead Gardens in Farthingstone. Mm-hmm. It was a venue that we went to for the first time last year. Lovely, lovely venue. It's it's real. These are all outdoor venues as well. So, um, Holdenby and or Pittsford uh, as well. That's sort of late June. Stanick Lakes. We're going to on the twenty fifth of June, and then sort of throughout the first sort of two or three weeks of July, we've got um, Molton Pocket Park. Uh, we've got two um, performances at Delapri Abbey in the Walled Garden, which, again, is a lovely place to perform. Um, and then we are actually, we've got three performances up in Worcestershire, Stroke, Sh- Shropshire, uh, Stroke, Staffordshire, um, at uh, Kinver Edge, Benthal Hall and Wellness Woodlands near Bridge North, which we haven't actually been to yet. That's um, that's a, a new venue for us, but the majority of them are in Northampton and we've got a few sort of like further north as well. So I think once once we have all of the um, venues confirmed and the dates, then we'll be able to start sort of getting ticket details and things out there. And hopefully we can send you the, the confirmation details and how people can book tickets maybe sort of in, in the next few weeks, Audrey. That would yes, be great. Please do, please do, and we'll get them on the NLife website. Um, mm-hmm. With regards to – sorry, I'm just going to throw this question out because these are all yeah. outdoor venues. And how – how do you prepare your actors and your cast for an outdoor venue compared to the indoors? Because there there are things like weather to think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you engage a director that's had really good experience with voice coaching and <laughs> all sorts of things. To be honest with you, the, yeah, we've done two 
two or three outdoor performances now. And yeah, absolutely. Some things can be challenging in terms of if the wind's blowing the wrong way and the audience is looking a different way or you're as an actor, if you're looking a different way. So these are all things that we've listened to our audiences and we are hopefully, you know, on the technical side, we can bring improvements this year to sort of make, you know, mics and things like that. But in terms of if it rains, then we do say on our publicity material, please come prepared for the British weather. And I think everybody knows what that means. And again, if people bring their brollies, we ask the audience if they want us to carry on, we'll carry on. Um, if there is an indoor uh, contingency plan at a venue, we'll do that. But so far, luckily, last year, yeah, last year we didn't have any any performances called off by weather. So that we were really lucky. Oh, wonderful. You see, now, if we're really keen to get involved, how do we get in touch with you and and ask about your forthcoming events and productions? The website is, is the best place to go to. So if I can direct people to uh, whitecobra.co.uk, um, yes, please, we are always looking for actors, but also behind the scenes, because as you can imagine, Taking a, a, a performance on tour um, requires, uh, you know, quite a, a lot of support from the, the backstage type thing. But we all muck in, everybody sort of, the actors all help out with building the set and the stage and all of that sort of thing. So we're always looking for, as, as I think any theatre group locally is actually, uh, you know, people to come along and just help with anything that they'd like to. Um, so, yeah, please get in touch. Very much sleeves rolled up and having fun. So Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. And it's a great way to get complete overall experience of how a yeah. production works from start to finish. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bernie and Jude. It's been a pleasure. And please come back when you've got any productions going on. Yes. <laughs> Happy to chat about them and, and to talk about all of the, the new exciting things you're you're getting involved in. Lovely. Thank you so much, Thank you so, Thank much, you so much for having us, Audrey. And that's all we have time for. But if you'd like to find out more, do go to my website, which is www.draudreyt.com and check out my articles, which give you practical tools to live your best life. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive.